You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 66, how to build your personal brand when working remotely. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan. I'm a leadership coach and best-selling video course creator for Business Etiquette 101, Social Skills for Success, and the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. I created this podcast to help you build your brand, visibility, and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Last week on this podcast, I published an episode about how to start a new role as a leader when your team is still working remotely. And this was a Q&A episode. The question was submitted from one of my LinkedIn connections. And as I mentioned in last week's episode, I had so much to say in answering that question. So I decided to create a second episode to finish it off. Hence, we have today's episode, which is all about how to build your personal brand when working remotely. I'm just going to recap the question that was sent through. It was sent by somebody named Holly, one of my LinkedIn connections, and she asked, if you're going into a new role and the majority of your team and the organization are still working remotely, how do you establish your brand and key relationships and lead when commencing a new role in this very different environment? Last week's episode, I talked about how to build those key relationships, how to build relationships with your team, and also how to build relationships with other leaders inside of your company. That was episode 65. So jump back to that episode when you finish listening to this one, if you want to hear what I have to say about building relationships remotely. Today, I'm focusing solely on building your personal brand when working remotely. Before we get into that content, though, don't forget I have a free download on my website, 21 Ideas on How to Become Known as a Go-To Expert. You can download that directly from my website. Many people have already downloaded and really found it very helpful. I'll put the link to that in the show notes for this episode so you can easily download it. Otherwise, go to www.executive-impressions forward slash go-to expert series. Use that URL and you will get access to the free download. Okay, let's move on to the episode. Building your personal brand while working remotely. You might ask yourself, well, how is this possible? How can I build a personal brand with people whom I never see in person or people whom I've never met? I'll admit it is a lot more challenging to build your personal brand remotely, but it is not impossible. The definition of personal branding that I used back in an earlier episode when I did talk about personal branding in person I said that a personal brand is your identity. It's what you represent. It's the value you offer as a leader. This definition has nothing to do with meeting people in person. So you can absolutely build and solidify your personal brand with other people, whether you are meeting them in person or not. The way you get other people to become familiar with your personal brand is by communicating it. And this can be done in a number of different ways. It can be done in person, of course, during meetings, during conversations in the office, interacting, working with other people, going to networking events, speaking engagements, things like that. It can be done in person, but it can also be done online. 
And what's important when you are building your personal brand online, which is really the best way to do it when you are working remotely, is to look at your online presence, to look at your social media posts, your videos, your articles, etc., etc. There are so many different ways you can communicate your personal brand. And actually, most people use a number of these different ways to communicate their personal brand to other people. It's basically any method you can use to communicate with someone, to interact with someone. That is how they are going to understand what your personal brand is. You don't walk up to someone at a networking event, for example, and tell them what your personal brand is. It's through their interactions with you. It's through their conversations with you and also your reputation. That is how you communicate and build your personal brand. Now let's look at how you can build a personal brand specifically when you are working remotely. So obviously in-person meetings, your presence in meetings, it cannot be done when working remotely. So what we need to look at is the ways you are going to interact and communicate with people virtually or when you're working remotely. And that's really what we're going to talk about in this episode. So I'm going to be sharing advice on the available methods of communicating and interacting with others in the workplace while working remotely. So we're going to talk about LinkedIn, email, phone, video conference, and some other tips that don't really fit into any of those other categories. These are the main methods that people use when working remotely to build their personal brand. We'll start with LinkedIn. So the first thing you need to ensure is that your LinkedIn profile is optimized to effectively communicate your personal brand. You need to look at your headline. Does it clearly and quickly describe what you do? who you help, who you work with, and the value you bring? Or is your LinkedIn headline just a generic job description and nothing else? Nowadays, LinkedIn gives you up to 220 characters for your headline on your personal profile. So you have a lot of characters to use to write something really helpful for everyone who views your LinkedIn profile. So use that space wisely. Next, to look at your about section on your LinkedIn profile, this is probably the most important area. It needs to clearly describe who you are, what you stand for, who you work with, what your job is, how you help people, what results you've generated, and some additional personal information you can add in to make it a little bit more interesting. Your about section is probably the most overlooked part of your LinkedIn profile. A lot of people are daunted by it. There are so many characters available and space available to you to write things in your about section. Most people simply don't know what to write, so they don't write anything at all or they write, you know, a quick short paragraph. You need to be a lot more detailed, especially when you are committed to building your personal brand. You need to give people a lot more information so they can understand what your personal brand is. If you want to know more about what you should put in your about section, I have another podcast episode, one of the older ones on this podcast. It's episode eight, number eight. And in that episode, I delve into some more information on what you can put into an about section, how you can craft one. I'll put the link for that episode in the show notes. The next thing on LinkedIn you want to do is your content creation. This is a brilliant way to build your personal brand. You can do this through LinkedIn posts, through video, through articles, through commenting on other people's posts as well. All of these methods are available to you to help you build your personal brand and help other people understand who you are, what you stand for, what your values are. And if all of your content creation is done well, if it is all done in line with your personal brand, it can really 
help to build it. If you want more tips and information on using LinkedIn, creating content to build your personal brand, I do talk about it in a bit more detail in episode 62 of this podcast, where I talk about how to become known as a go-to expert on LinkedIn. So in that episode, I delve into some more strategies that you can use, more specific ones that you can use to create content and use LinkedIn to become known as a go-to expert. I'll also put the link for that in the show notes. You can't overlook the importance of your connection requests on LinkedIn either when building your personal brand. This really replaces meeting people at networking events, which we are not really doing anymore. But basically, you wouldn't walk up to someone at a networking event, shake hands with them and start talking with them without introducing yourself or without asking what their name is. It's exactly the same on LinkedIn. Connection requests should always be sent with a personalized message. Now, I understand that on LinkedIn mobile, you can easily get caught out. And I've been caught out a number of times when you press the connect button on LinkedIn mobile, it automatically sends a connection request, a generic connection request to the other person. If you want to personalize that message, then you have to use a different method and it's not pressing that connect button. So don't do that. To send a personalized connection request on LinkedIn mobile, you have to press the more button and then you go to personalized invite. There you can write your own message to personalize your connection request. So sending personalized connection requests is a great way to introduce yourself, to start off your first impression on a positive note, and to start off building your personal brand with that particular person. And also, they are more likely to accept your request if it's personalized. So it also helps you to build your network on LinkedIn. Now, if you are a leader starting a new role with a new team, I recommend that you connect with all of your team members on LinkedIn. You can't interact with your team in person, but you can interact with them. You can comment, you can like their posts on LinkedIn. So it's a great way to still feel connected with your team and for them to feel connected with you as well as a leader. And then if you are posting great content as a leader, this will also help you establish your personal brand in the minds of your team because they will see your posts. It will help to solidify your personal brand with them and with anyone else who you are connected with on LinkedIn. Now, I could talk for hours about LinkedIn. I absolutely love LinkedIn. It is my favorite social media platform. So if you are on LinkedIn and we are not connected yet, I would love to connect with you. Send me a request to connect. Let me know you listen to this podcast and I would love to connect with you. The second method you can use to build your personal brand when working remotely is email. Now, what's important on email to build your personal brand is the way you start and end your messages. So the greetings and the close, your email signature and consistency. The way you start and end your message must be in line with your personal brand. It must be professional. You probably want people to think you are a professional, right? So think about how you can convey a professional image when you begin your emails to your team. Simply writing hi or hello and the other person's name is fine. You don't need to be too formal here. You don't need to use dear for people who are in your team. That is way too formal and it's going to create too much distance between you and your team. Remember, the purpose here is for you to develop a relationship with them, to develop rapport with them. You don't want to create too much distance, especially not 
when everyone is working remotely and there's a lot of physical distance between people. So try to keep it casual and use hi, use hello and the other person's name in your email greetings. Using their name is probably the most important part because it acknowledges the other person. It makes them feel important. It makes them feel valued when you use their name. So when you do this in your emails, it's going to help solidify your personal brand and your level of professionalism in the minds of your reader. When you end your email message, make sure it's professional as well. Use kind regards, regards, warm regards, thanks, or cheers. Any of those are totally fine. Your email signature is something that a lot of people overlook and never think about when they are trying to build a personal brand. Now, you absolutely need to have one. If you're working for a company, it's likely you do have an email signature. But what you should include in your email signature of course, your web address, your phone number, all of those details. But in addition to that, what I recommend you include is a link to your LinkedIn profile and a link to any articles, one or two articles or videos or something like that where you have been featured or something on your LinkedIn content. Maybe you've written a fantastic LinkedIn article that people have really enjoyed reading. You can include that in your email signature. And when people see that, when the reader of your email sees that, they're likely to click on it to find out more about you, to discover more about who you are, what you stand for, and the value that you bring. And this, of course, will help you build your personal brand. Consistency is really important in email. So responding to people is really important as opposed to not responding, ignoring them. That is not recommended. And it's definitely not going to help you build a positive personal brand in the minds of of the other people. So you need to absolutely respond to emails and respond within a reasonable time frame as well. If you can't send someone an answer immediately, if you don't have an answer, if it's going to take you some time, let them know. Because otherwise people are going to start wondering why you're not replying. They're going to start going off on their own tangent, making up stories about why you are not responding. How should they follow up with you? They're probably asking themselves. Did they ask the wrong question? Did they offend you? They're probably asking themselves all of these questions if you do not respond. So please respond to emails and respond within a reasonable time frame. If you can't, send an answer to their question. Let them know you will get back to them at a later time. You need to set a schedule of consistency. You basically need to get people understanding how long it takes you to reply to emails. Consistency is really important when building your personal brand. It helps people know what to expect from you. It kind of trains them through the interactions with you as to what kind of person you are, what your expectations are. So think about consistency in your email response time as well. The next method you can use to build your personal brand is phone. A lot of people don't really think about the way they answer the phone or how they end phone conversations, but both of these, just like with email, is really important in building your personal brand. Your tone of voice is incredibly important. If you're angry, if you're stressed and you answer the phone in that tone, people will pick up on that. They'll respond and they might even say to you, oh, I'm sorry, am I interrupting you? They might be worried that they've disturbed you. So make sure you answer your phone with a positive tone of voice. Make sure that you sound happy. You sound welcoming to the other person, as long as that is what your personal brand is. Ending conversations on the phone is really important too. 
And one thing I love to do, and it's worked really well for me, is when you end a phone conversation, always use the other person's name. It's a great way to build rapport and to establish that you are a leader who cares. Because as I mentioned before, when people hear their name, they think they are memorable, they think they're valued, they think they are important. So you simply say something like, thanks, Jeff, I'll talk to you later. Or I'll get back to you with that later today, Jeff. Just simply adding in that person's name into the end of the phone conversation will really end the conversation on a positive note and will make the other person feel memorable and you will be memorable too as a result. Another thing about phones that I want to mention is make sure you aren't distracted when you're on the phone. People will pick up on that as well. You know, they might not be able to see you watching YouTube videos or something like that when you're on the phone. They can't see that, but it will come across in your voice. You will sound off. They will understand that you are not 100% with them. You're doing something else. You're distracted. So please make sure you are not distracted when you're on the phone, especially with your team during this remote working time. The fourth method that I'm sharing with you to build your personal brand while working remotely is video conference. The video conference is really the only way to visually see people when you are working remotely. All the other methods, phone, email, LinkedIn, you can't visually see people. So you can't communicate your personal brand through your body language or through your outfit. Video conference is really the only chance you have to do this. So your outfit is really important on video calls. Think about what is the image you want to portray with your outfit? What image do you want other people to have of you? Think about this, get clear on this, and then you can choose outfits that help you communicate that image. And that image is likely to be your personal brand. Your body language is another thing that also tells people a lot about who you are, what you stand for and what kind of person you are, and also how you are feeling at that time. It tells people if you are confident, if you're interested in what they're saying, if you are distracted. Your body language gives a ton of clues about you to the other person and they will read these clues. If you want to learn what body language to use, if you're not sure about how to look confident specifically through your body language, then I have a Udemy course on that, Powerful Confident Body Language for Women. I will link to that for you in the show notes for this episode. On video conference, your background is also really important. People will see your background. So don't take it for granted. You really need to make sure that your background is tidy and it is organized because this is going to help you look like a tidy, professional, organized leader as well. If you want more tips on video calls, then listen to episode 54 of this podcast, How to Lead Virtually, and watch one of my YouTube videos on how to look good on video calls. These resources will definitely give you some more information and more help around video conferencing and around video calls so you can impress and communicate your personal brand to other people. So the fifth thing I want to talk about is general other tips that didn't really fit into any of the other categories. So I'm just going to go through each and every one of those. So when establishing your personal brand with a new team, the way you build relationships with them is really important. This is something I did talk about in a lot more detail in last week's episode. What I recommend you to do is to organize a first-time Zoom call with your team 
to get to know them. And in last week's episode, I shared an activity which will help you get to know your team. They will get to know you as well, and it will help to establish expectations with your team so everyone can move together and work together in the same direction and on a positive note. Whenever you have a Zoom call with your team, or even a phone call, phone conferencing, send a follow-up email to everybody as a group. This is a really great idea to help solidify and establish your personal brand as a leader. In that email, you want to thank them for attending. You want to thank people for their input. And you specifically want to thank people who were supportive or who provided valuable information during the call. When you do this, this is really going to help every member of your team feel valued, feel supported by you. And as a result, they will remember you as a great leader. Remember their birthdays and anniversaries as well. This is another little thing that is often overlooked, but it will definitely help your team feel supported. You can also send out research reports or articles or even videos that you think will help your team in some way. They may be articles related to their job, or they could be articles about working remotely, about health and well-being and things like that. I remember when I was working at Deloitte, my boss would often leave a magazine on my desk once a month. And this magazine was about expats in Tokyo, about business stories and things like that. And I thought it was a really kind gesture that made me feel important as an employee. So this is something you can definitely do with your own team virtually, remotely, and completely online. You can't leave articles on the desks of your employees like my boss did, but you can send people these resources by email or by LinkedIn. And if you do it on LinkedIn and you create a post, you can tag your team in the post. Attending online events is also really important when you are working remotely and you want to build your personal brand. You can't attend events in person. Obviously, networking events, conferences, things like that. If you can't attend them in person, try to attend them online. The fact that you will be attending the event, people will generally see that. They'll generally see your profile picture. They'll generally see your profile picture pop up in the event list. This will help you become more memorable and will help you build your leadership or personal brand as well. Basically, what it comes down to is to be helpful wherever you can, to be memorable, to ensure that every action and interaction as a leader is in line with your personal brand. So if you try these strategies that I shared with you in this episode, you don't have to try all of them, but just some of them, I'm sure they're going to help you solidify, build, and communicate your personal brand to your team and also to the wider audience inside your company or your industry. I certainly did pack a lot of tips into this episode and also last week's episode. So I guess you can probably see why I couldn't fit it all into one episode. It barely fits into two episodes. Anyway, I hope it was helpful for you. If you have any questions, reach out to me on LinkedIn or by email. Check out the YouTube video, which will be published a couple of days after the release of this particular episode. It will be around this same topic. So that will give you some additional tips as well. And it might help you if you prefer to learn via video. Don't forget to download your guide, 21 Ideas on How to Become Known as a Go-To Expert from my website. I'll put the link for that in the show notes. But if you want to go to the URL, it is executive-impressions.com slash go-to-expert-series. 
go to that URL and you can access the download. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Take care and I will talk to you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader. And I would love to hear from you via social media. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.